Boom. Hello and welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast Season 3 with your host, Byron Rogers. This podcast is dedicated to the executive protection practitioner, the private security professional. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the mental, emotional, psychological, physiological fitness that goes into being an efficient and effective executive protection agent. Whether you're in law enforcement, whether you're a mom that's looking at how to protect her children or a father that's focused on how to protect his family, I believe this podcast has something for all of you. We might even get into some tales from the crypts of true Hollywood stories from time to time. I'm doing this podcast because I feel the reality of this job is simple. If you really want to be good at executive protection, it's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle. And those of you who've been in the game for any serious amount of time, you already know what I'm saying is true. So if that sounds interesting to you, enjoy the show. Out. Boom, I'm on here with Big E of Gladiator Protective Service, man. He is a living legend. And he's been out He's been out there in the game. He was highly recommended to me uh, by one of my best friends. Y'all don't know it because he stays off, off the internet. Uh, Mike McDonald is like a brother to me, man. And um, also Elijah Shaw mentioned him. So I was like, man, okay, okay. This is, this is about to go down, man. And I am digging into really expanding our understanding of the EP game, bodyguard game, private security game. You know, I want everybody to, really my mission is to unite the tribes, you know what I'm saying? The reality of this game is right now, it's one of the most fastest growing and uh, one of the biggest, fastest expanding industries right now in the world, okay, according to a Forbes report. All right, so there's a place in this industry for everybody. You know, you got everything from, you got the protection uh, tour game, you got the Hollywood acting, singing A-listers, you got uh, church and uh, place of worship centric protection. Um, you've got Cove Pro protection. You've got all the digital protection that our clients and principals need now. The digital realm is huge, you know what I'm saying? So like literally there's the place in this industry for everyone. And as I help people understand where they fit in, how they can get in and try to, you know, with the mission of this is to try to give you guys information to make you most effective at achieving the careers you want. Yo, we, 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 we've been blessed to have some amazing guests. So I'm honored to have you on here, Biggie. Thank you for joining me, man. I'm honored to be here. It's a, it's a pleasure, and I, I'm delighted to be here, man. Yeah, man. Thank no, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome, brother. So the first question I like to be diving into is, who are you at your core, man? You know, deep down behind 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 all the muscles, man. You know what I'm saying? Who's the man doing the work? I mean, um, I just like to think that, um, you know, I'm just a general overall good individual, man. Uh, nice. Coming up, um, my mindset was, oh, I was always for the underdog, you know? And yeah. I, I want to say that uh, I came in protection uh, very early, way before I even entered a career. I've always been about protection. You know, yeah. I've, been a large, I've been a large guy all my life, but the yeah. thing is, is that um, I used to see people, you know, and bullying is just not new on the horizon. It's been, you know, forever. Oh yeah, and I was always the type of guy like I didn't like to see guys bullied. And I didn't like right. to see anybody bullied. So I would always try to protect the, the, the weaker individuals or the more meek individuals from, yeah. from getting bullied. You know what I'm saying? So I would be the one to step up and uh and you know and address the matter 
when others couldn't. So early on, I took on a, a role of protection, not even knowing it was just my general nature to want to help people and want to, people to be safe and just feel equal. So, um, you know, even coming into this, this, this lifestyle that I, that I've lived in now for over a decade, uh, I see it the same way. My clients, you know, they're often viewed as prey. Doesn't mean that they're weak, but they're being preyed upon. You know, anytime that you have a certain statue or status and, uh, someone wants to come and take that from you or wants to, uh, he or, or you know just 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 Animalized. for whatever reason whether it's yeah yeah and, and because of who you are and for a benefit or whatever the case may be i'm saying like you know hey well i'm going to be a wall to try to make sure that you don't do that that you're not going to bully them that you're not going to harm them or or, or make them become prey that they have the right to, to move around and live life just like everybody else they might be able to do it in a in a, in a nicer fashion but they worked hard to do that. So, you know, and that's, that's where I'm at, you know, overall, I, you know, I'm just, just trying to make a difference out here. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. if I can make a lifestyle out of it, I can get paid for it. And, and so be it, you know? Yeah, man. No, I so think that's it. beautiful. I think that's, that's, that's what the name right. of the game is. It's, it's a righteous, you know, when I say this is more than just a job, it's a lifestyle, but there's also oh, like, there's definitely. a, Definitely. 100%. There's a calling underneath that too, you know, and I find the guys at the top of the game generally have this, I'm going to call it protection DNA, man. I'm going to duck Byron 2020, you know, protect when you cite your, when you do your research, protection DNA, you know what I'm saying? It's a thing. Uh, Cause a lot of them are like, this is just my nature. And now my career dovetails with my nature and it's an honor yeah. to protect. You know what I'm saying? It's an honor. Exactly. When I'm in it. exactly. Yeah. And man. It's like, I, it's a mindset. Like uh, my mate, uh, she she often taunts me. It's like you know when you go off to work or you 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 walk different. You just you you move different. Like your whole and, yeah. and it's like I call it a zone. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm I'm still me. Yeah, I'm still me. But it's like I do have a turn on switch and a, and a turn off switch. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes that gets blurred because mm-hmm. it's like I can't. It's hard for me to go out in public or certain. Set- Settings because I'm all so used to just awareness and, 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 you know, so it's oftentimes it's hard for me to even enjoy myself. So I don't like doing certain things because it's in my field and what I do, you know, going out in the nightlife and, and doing a lot of things, it's, all, it's often equated to my job. So for me yeah. to walk into a nightclub when I'm not working, it's like, eh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'd rather go to a nice uh, restaurant or, yeah, or, or, yeah, or take a, a theater or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, funny. But, but yeah, I mean that's 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 just what it is. Like you know, it's definitely a lifestyle. It become it consumes you sometimes. I know it has for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. You know, but I I I I I I love to do it. Like you say, you know, even if it comes down to just being on the highway, just. My mind is always like, you know, just the way I drive and, mm-hmm. you know, how, how I stay back from cars and how I, you know, maneuver in and out of, I'm always thinking security, you know, yep. always, whether, whether I'm with my family, whether I'm mm-hmm. solo or with a client, you know, mm-hmm. so, and I, and I think that just keeps you on your toes. That's, that's what sure. I, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah, man. No, I'm the same way, bro. We were at a, a big, we were down at Huntington Beach the other day, man, walking around, 
people all over the place, you know, and I'm with my family and I'm like, I got my family with me and, you know, you're working, bro. You're working, man. You're working, you're working, you know, and and I'm chilling with them. Like they don't know it, but in my head, man, I'm seeing ones and zeros. I'm looking through the matrix. You know what I'm saying? I'm reading everything. And uh, I was like, man, this is, and honestly, for me, I was like, this is just two people, you man. Well, let's go have a nice dinner somewhere. You know, <laughs> you know, I had family visiting and wanted to see it. So my stepson, he uh, he's taking like boxing. Yeah. And, you know, he's pretty good. And he, 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 he's fairly new to it, but he's just a natural. Yeah. And so I got him at, you know, a good gym, nice trainers, legendary trainers, basically. Yeah. And, uh, he was about to have a sparring session. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had wrapped their hands and all this. So the young kid, you know, they have these raps where they like up to date. They're not like, you know, the regular Everlast and all that. Yeah. yeah. So he had, it was like a glove. Yeah, exactly. It's all it done. It's like a microwave. And it's already done. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So he like, just zapped it and it's already ready to go. But yeah. across the knuckles, it looked like it had weights. Uh-huh. You know, like, mm-hmm. or, or some type of, comp- you know, I, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So, I tell the trainer, I'm saying, hey, you know, check his gloves, you know? Yeah, make sure like, he said they wait. He said, nah, they not wait. He said, man, look here, man. You got to leave the work at work, man. Because <laughs> he knows what I do. He said, yeah, yeah. Man, you got to leave the work at work, man. Come on, man. You, you, you analyzing everything, man. You, I said, nah, man. I just want to make sure it's supposed to be what it is, man. 100%. So that was kind of funny. He was like, man, leave work at work. And, and like you said, uh, it's it's become a lifestyle for us, so it's like the work never stops. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Yeah, man. No one, and those are the best dudes, in my opinion, man. Because you get more exposure when you're always in that mindset. Um, yeah. What would you say about um, so background, my man? You know, because you know everybody be wondering, like, yo, what's your background, man? <laughs> yeah. So, how did you get into this? And then, yeah, break us, break it down, man. Where you been? So, um, you know, I came up. Uh, and like I said, even though I was a natural protector, I never saw myself entering this field or being a bodyguard or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, I came up uh, just like a normal kid. Um, you know, I'm originally from you know Washington D.C. I come from a military background. My, my dad was in the army, did 20 years, so I traveled abroad. I was in Germany for two and a half years, a uh, mm-hmm. few uh, stops in, in, in the U.S. Uh, so I was, I was already acclimated in you know different uh, races, cultures, and all that. Just being, you know, a military brat, if you will. Yeah. Um, coming up, uh, I loved like the whole excitement. The military excited me, so I had, uh, I had dreams of possibly entering, you know, his footsteps, and yeah. you know. But my whole thing, I, I, when I looked at it. I wanted the the Rambo. I'm a little older, so you know I came up under you know those type of movies. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Just, Back when just, action heroes were actually men. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. I can I can get into this movie because this is a man with muscles doing yeah. manly stuff on TV. Like I can actually appreciate yeah. this. Nowadays, I'd be I clicking through Netflix and... for I'd be clicking for, through Netflix for three hours trying to find trying a movie find, yeah, that yeah, I can relate exactly. with because it's all like you know. Like, like dudes the way as much as my, yeah, I don't want to get you crazy, but, <laughs> but anyway, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Anyway, go ahead. So, uh, came up, you know, athletic, you know, sports was very big, you know, football in my life. And, um, and then I got into music. 
Mm. Music real heavy. You know, the rap scene had just uh, exploded and uh, I wanted to be in the rap industry. In the scene, yeah. Early on, you know, I wanted to mm. be on the scene as a as an artist. So, um, you know, dibble and dabbed a little bit. Uh, actually, uh, my father is originally from Long Beach, California. Okay. So when I moved out there, I met a person um, named Snoopy, who would later oh. grow up to be Snoop Doggy Dog. And yeah. uh, we had a group, and uh, yeah. he, Warren G, myself, and early on, we was trying to shop demos and try to get signed, and it just didn't work out for me. I, I was impatient, and, yeah. you know, um, my mother and father were going through a, a split. My mother was from D.C., my dad, so East Coast, West Coast situation, and um, mom's was like, look, you need to come back home with me, you know, so it was like a you know a paternal oh, tug of war. Yeah. And so I decided to go back home, and um, when I got back home, um, DC in that time was a real bad place. You know. Yeah. It, it was real bad, you know, with the drugs and the crime and everything. And I kind of you know got caught up in that mixture. Okay. And um, you know, made some mistakes. Had to had to deal with those situations and all that. Yeah. And um. I learned a lot, but over the course of time and, and through the years, I had established myself as being like a, a, a well-respected individual in my community and, you know, just the places that I went to. So yeah, I had a voice, I had a, a level of respect. Um, some people feared me, but I would rather be respected than feared. But right. it was just that, um, Years later, when I was trying to find out like a real, a real direction, because like I'm saying, at that point, the music, I was getting too old and I knew that that dream wasn't going to basically materialize. Mm-hmm. And um, make move. so I had uh, a guy Washington, D.C., got their really first official rapper, you know, by the name of Wale, who yeah. went really mainstream and everything. And he was just starting out. And um, it became a time where he needed somebody to move with him. And so initially I came aboard just to make sure he was good. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't really know so much about, you know, like the what protection. a bodyguard was. Yeah. Uh, thing, but school of I, it. I've done enough. Yeah. I've done enough in life to just know how to recognize stuff, how to identify stuff, how to, uh, and, and the biggest thing what people think is, is it's not about just always uh, the re it's about the action. Yeah. Not the reaction. The proactive. So like, proactive. Yeah. And so, and, you know, I can I can shut down a lot of things without having it to even, you know, even take it there, if you will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just just by making certain calls, having certain meetings, pulling up on certain people. And so that's what I was doing. And then I just realized, I said, well, you know what? Uh, really, when I looked at the overall thing, I was becoming a bodyguard and didn't realize. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, I need to be compensated for this or, or something if I'm going to be out here doing it. So that's what led me into it. And, and over the years, like um, like I said, I did have that connection with Snoop. So I got with his, uh, um, I got with his security, mm-hmm. who is a, is a relative of his and, you know, a guy named Papa, Thomas Brighter. Well, Papa's been with Snoop now for like over 20 something years. And he's like an OG in the game. Yeah. You know, on, on our standpoint, and, uh, he basically showed me the ropes, you know. I, I didn't like I said, I came in, I didn't really know what I was doing or what I should be doing. 
but he kind of like he 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 polished me up and he put yeah. me. And then it was just trial and error, you know. Every day that I went out, I didn't always do things right. But yeah. one thing about me was that I like to learn, and so yeah. I would go back and I would self-analyze myself and I would critique critique my performance. Mm-hmm. You know, like even if I was out and um, you know, an individual got up on a client and close enough to like, hey, can I get a picture? I would look at that like, damn, how did I allow that? Like, you know, how did they, yeah. they even get that close? So, and I do that to this day. You know, I see right. where I make mistakes because I, I still make them today. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect, no, but I strive to be and to, and to perfect myself. And, and then I, I looked at a lot of anything I can get my hands on that I thought was informative and, and mm-hmm. you know, that's what I would do. And, you know, and, and, in, in my field, like um, recommendation is everything. Yeah. And, and, your, and your reputation is everything. So when I'm out here dealing with these individuals and like my, my forte is like high-end clients on the entertainment side. And you know, they're all friends. They, it's, it's, it's a network of people. Oh, and so I So they recommend me, you know? And so from there, you know, I'm doing something for somebody else and then I'm doing something for somebody else. And then it's to the point where I, I'm only one person. I can't even do it. So now it's like when I need to try to get some guys, don't leave no money on the table. Right. So now I need to try to incorporate some guys that can facilitate those needs when I'm unable or unavailable. So this is what the whole gladiator protected. So, and it's fairly new, even though I've yeah. been in the game. Like people look at me like, oh, he's been around forever. But it also dealing with specific clients, I missed a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by that is like, you know, I've been uh, Wale's head of security for like 10 years. I've yeah. been uh, part of uh, Snoop's detail now for like eight years. And what it does is that people see me and they know me, but it's like, well, he's already, he already with them. They're not going to check for me. Right. So I needed to let them know, yeah, I'm still available yeah. because there's downtime and I, and I, you know what I'm saying? So where it is now, I'm based out of Washington, D.C., Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people who come in, they automatically, you know, try to reach out to me. If I'm available, I will take I will take it. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not, I will send somebody. And then there's some relationships that I've built that I don't even, if I'm not available, I'm just not available. Right. I'm mm-hmm. not going to subcontract it. I'm not going because the re- relationships are everything. And I'm just not saying, not saying that my guys are not worthy to hold a job, but I know the client. Right. And and we've come so far, and like, like I'm not gonna let that be tarnished. So like, if I can't do it, then yeah. it's, it's it's only a handful like that. You know, yeah. I try to accommodate who I can, but it's like I said, if I'm unavailable, then and, and, and a lot of times with with the, if they're not my principal, they have their own detail anyway. Right. So they have their own individual, and and, and my line of work is always, and this is why we it's, it's important to network. And, and draw off each other because you still want that person from that terrain that can mm-hmm. navigate you and your team, you know, through. Yeah. So, you know, if you come to DC and you have a client, I'm gonna follow your lead. Right. Yeah. You might have just came into the game, you know what I'm saying? But that, that's your principle. Yeah. So I'm there to aid and assist you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where a lot of people they 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 the ego they, gets their egos won't yeah, the ego won't allow that. So I mean in short, that's basically just just my story. I've been mm-hmm. I've been doing this. I've been um, like I said over a decade now. Uh, I would like to say I've established myself, or at least a, a name for myself. And now it's about building my own brand 
because I've consumed myself with, you know, just my clients for so long. And like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm of an older individual. Yeah. And I don't know how much longer that I can actually do this. So, I mean, I can still do it from a different capacity. I might not have to be in the field, but at least I can, you know, connect the dots and, and, and be a general, if you will. So, yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at right now. You know, I have to take the time out in the pandemic. The pandemic, that made me become aware of, you know, taking it to the next level. Because, you know, day to day, you know, it was good. And you can get you can get swallowed up in that like in that lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Because you're constantly going and all that. But when that pandemic hit and you had to slow down, and you, you're like, well, hold on. I got to have a backup plan because this is bad. You know what I'm saying? So... That's the Thanks game for the, uh, for the pandemic, if you will, just to just to bring out any positivity before because it was so negative and everybody looked at it like that. So I tried to find some something positive in it, and that was just me eventually just taking the time and stop saying what I'm gonna do and, and make it manifest. Yeah, man. Now the pandemic, out of chaos comes higher order. You know, for those who are willing to willing to reach for and fight for it. So it caused all of us to reanalyze our game and build more robust strategies for survival and to thrive, you know, when the next thing comes or just in general, you know, everybody, I think, had to level up, man. Nah, that's that's solid, man. You said some awesome things there. Um, what would you say are primary skills for somebody who wants to work in your uh, component of the industry, man, who wants to be in that, uh, that hip-hop scene? Um... The first thing you have to do, you you you, you just have to have you, you. The main thing you have to have is the mindset for it. Yeah. And everybody doesn't have the mindset for it because you're going to be out there like you know coming up. You're gonna you might be working with people that you idolized or that you were fans of or whatever. Yeah. Uh, my guy was telling you about Papa. He said he calls it going groupie. Yeah. Like, don't go groupie on me. Don't go groupie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and that don't go groupie on me because like you know. When you're dealing with, like a lot of people in your in your your status, when you're dealing with like dignitaries and mm-hmm. you know maybe CEOs of companies, I mean, they're wealthy, they're wealthy, but like it's it's a little different when you're dealing it's with those entertainers, you know, because and, and you you see a lot, you you you're around a lot, so it can consume you if you allow it to. So you yeah. have to realize, like, I'm here to do a job. I can't be distracted by this job. I can't be you know, and that's the mind. That's the mindset. You know, and I, I run into that a lot when you're dealing with bouncers. They yeah. see you come in a club and they see the lifestyle, but they and not just bouncers, just people who are not even in security. They see you, and first of all, they think you're filthy rich because you. I'm not rich. My client is rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and they and they just think they don't see. Uh, the twelve-hour shifts. They don't see the fact that I'm the first up and the last to sleep. If I even get sleep, yeah. Uh, or my sleep is broken. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they don't see the. the it's, it's very grueling. Yeah. It's a very grueling job, and they don't see all that. They see the glitz and the glamour. So I think the the main component you have to have is the mindset to understand what it is that you do, and being open-minded and being able to be focused. That's yeah. the first thing. And then the second thing is just the, the soft skills are so important. You know what I'm saying? Being able to uh, communicate effectively, uh, being able to uh, empathize, being a, a, a troubleshooter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, 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 
on the go. You know what I'm saying? Just like with the staff, you have to, because you're dealing with somebody's life, you're dealing with a, a situation, and you just got to know how to maneuver it because this stops a lot of stuff. But then you have to be able to be like stealth-like, if you will. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like, I do so much and my client could just be in his room, just got off a flight and just in his room. And he never sees it. He's just chilling. Like, he has no idea. <laughs> yeah, he's just chilling. He has no idea that I just dealt with five issues. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe a potential threat, maybe. like, And it's just like, uh, <laughs> the Wi-Fi ain't working. <laughs> the Wi-Fi, can you, somebody tell you, the Wi-Fi? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Right, right, right. I need lotion. I need yeah. like, <laughs> because they can't find the assistant and it's like yeah okay bro I'm, I'm gonna find them and I'm gonna make sure you know they not answering the phone or I text them 10 minutes ago and they yeah. alright we gonna get I, you your lotion we gonna get you and it's yeah, so real I'm dying laughing you yeah. out here like killing but, dragons making sure the itinerary works making sure yeah. they're they need to be you I'm know? like David and I got the slingshot yeah. I'm over here picking people off like you know like <laughs> And it's just like, uh, and it, it's it's like, and then it's like, we go through so much. You just and you have to have tough stuff. And you you and, and the main thing is you have to want to do this. Yeah, you have to want to do this. You can't. It, it can't be about the money. It can't be about the status. You have to want to do this. And and, and to be honest, as as grueling as it gets for me, and as long as I've been doing it, 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 it wears on you. Yeah, yeah. But I still. I still enjoy in the, in the, in the, my motto is I signed up for this. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what he, I signed up for this. However it goes, I signed up for this. So like, um, I actually like, you know, the pandemic, it almost crushed me because I, I know I need to be active. I need to be in the mix. And that's what I'm most effective is when I'm in the mix. So, yes. um, but yeah, it's just like you, you go through so much. Uh, you with a client, and um, you know everything with this social media. Everything is about social media. So and, and I and I fall I fall victim to it sometimes. But I do it more as a reference, like a, a portfolio or whatever, just to, to show, like to help my brand and just to expose yeah. myself. But I do it in a manner where, like, I could have done something last night. You think it's going on today, but. It, this is old, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know people, serious, right? But like, uh, I was with one client. I, I, I won't name, but it's like we would always run into like the paparazzi and like and just every like they would know where we were. So I started following him, like paying attention to him, and like soon we'd get to the hotel. He, we met such and such. I'm in town, like you know. Like now, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like so now everybody in the city knows where we at, and you know I might post it. We've been gone for two days. Oh yeah, so, you know. But the thing, but the thing is, he'll post it current, current yeah. events, and so now I have to deal with that, or we have to deal with that. And his whole position is, I don't care. Like that's what I got y'all for. So I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get it, man. I get it. Man. I get it. So, but yeah, man, you just, you you gotta want this, man. And like I said, but you have to be able to. It's not all about the. Um, it's not all about the the the, the, the broadiness, you know. A lot of times, oh, you're a bodyguard. You 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 know. The first thing people ask me is like, 
Have you ever had to like kick someone's ass or have you ever, you know, over 10 years, I've, I've put my hands on people before. But, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot comes with this, but that's yeah. not my first line of defense. That's like shit hits the fan. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's levels. You know what I'm saying? You, you go to try to de-escalate it if you can. Then there's certain things that, that, that we have to do. And mm-hmm. then, you know, ultimately, like shit hits the fan. Time to move. You got to go home at the end of the day. Yeah. And we have, we have, I mean, so I don't, I don't second guess anything that I do because once you start doing it, then it's like, you know, and, but like I say, it's the mindset and it's the skills, it's the mindset first, then it's the skill set. And um, I recall being in, um, and this is why I have a fond admiration for like, like I said, pure executive protection. Um, I was at, one of Mayweather's fights, and I was, uh, we were on a uh, back dock. The client was in watching the fight. We were on a dock waiting for yeah. him to come out. So it was like a five man team. And uh, we were out there, and this SUV pulled up. This old man got out the truck. Uh-huh. He could barely walk, you know, real life, he was just walking. And it was one guy, and he wasn't big, he wasn't, you know, but I could see like his forearms, I could see the details, the muscles, you know, yeah. probably it was just one guy and an older gentleman walked past. And it was just those two people. And, and the guy says, How you doing, gentlemen? And we spoke. And he kept going. His, you know, the guy behind him, he acknowledged us and he kept going. So mm-hmm. one of the locals in Vegas said, You know who that was? I'm like, no, nah, who I knew he was someone, but I just didn't know. He's like, that's Warren Buffett. <laughs> and I said, "Oh yeah!" Just like and that. I looked at his security, and he and he had one guy. This one guy, he didn't have. You know, yeah. I'm over here. It's five of us. You ready to go to war? <laughs> no. One guy. Yeah. And I said, "He's serious." Mm-hmm. I said, "That one guy is, is probably real serious." Yeah, man. No, 100%. you know, and it takes me back to my Rambo days. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, yeah, but man. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a little different. Yeah, man. No, it's um, and that's the game, man. It's 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 different requirements too, you know. Different requirements, di- different demographics, you know. In the EP game, we get lucky because a lot of times people don't recognize the faces of these CEOs and these different high net worth families and individuals, you know. But then sometimes you have a politician and or or, or someone who is highly recognizable, you know. And you know. I mean, you may have seen one guy, but he may have had a team. He probably had a team in place. You know, they had a few different things set up. Um, but uh, nah, man, that's awesome. Everything you said is amazing, honestly. Um, I think some things are more seductive and dangerous when it comes to working, acting and singing talent and A-listers, you know, because you grew up, like you were saying, you grew up listening to them. You grew up looking up to them. And then all of a sudden they sit in there they staring back at you or they're right behind you while you're walking them to the green room. <clears throat> and you got to make sure you're grounded in the right things. Like you said, grounded in your professionalism, grounded in the reality that you're there to do a job, man. That's what really, I think, helps dudes survive in this game. What would you say were some of the hardest lessons you've learned over your career? Just, I wouldn't say they were hard lessons. They were lessons, but uh, it was like basically um, just understanding the people. Like I have, a, it's like I have a talent you know, where, and I don't, it has nothing to do with security. I utilize it in security, but I can't right. read people kind of, kind of good. And that helps yeah. a lot. 
you know, body, uh, body language, just, I've just been blessed to just, just, you know, know people. And it's like mm-hmm. a, a psychological, you know, evaluation, like split second, I can read you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, that's been a, a lesson that I've learned how to, you know, acclimate and utilize throughout yeah. my time. The, the biggest thing is just that knowing that each individual is different. Yeah. You know, each client, everybody's different. Everybody moves different or whatever. Even like, uh, and that's with other security. Like I said, I'm not always the lead. I I know how to follow in line. Yeah. And, you know, I might be used to doing things one way and I get with another individual and he has a whole system in place. And this is a system that works for him and the system that he's designed so I have to know his system because I can't just go over there saying, well, I know what I'm doing. He may give me a little leeway because he has faith in me, but right. I still have to abide by his system if I want to be a part of what's going on. Right. Now, I might take something that I've learned in his system and, and apply it to my own. Yeah. And it might be something that I totally disagree with. But at the end of the day, you're the head in charge. So and, and I'm going to fall in line. And, and, and that's what that's what I've learned the most is. You have to play your position and you got to yeah. get in where you fit in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you also have to realize, I think the biggest lesson was the reality, mm. keeping in tune with what really is reality. And um, and I don't want to just keep going back, but I mean, you asked me, so I just want to. Yeah, yeah, no, go into it, man. To give, to, to give a perspective. So uh, we were. Um, Miami one time and we all, you know, up on the top floors, you know, suites and looking out in the, go out on my balcony, I'm looking out there. So one of my partners, he comes in and he'd been doing it longer than me and he looks at me and he says, uh, we were looking at the yachts and the water was just beautiful. And it was just the scenery. Yeah. And I was there, he said, you like that, don't you? I said, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. That looks nice, right? He said, you know, that's not our, our reality. I said, what do you mean? He said, that shit is a, a mirage. I said, what are you talking? He said, that's that dude talking about our principal. That, that's his reality. Yeah. But this ain't our reality. Yes. You know, you got guys that's out here, they might be sleeping on their mom's couch. Right. You got people that's going, when you leave these five-star hotels and, and all this and these private jets, you're going back home to, to humble existence. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. have to realize that you're here to do a job. Now, some of us have benefited from it. Some of us have been nicely compensated, but we're still never that. That's this is because this could be gone today or tomorrow. Right. And I've seen it. I've seen guys. You see guys who move from client to client, uh-huh. and they're just they're just expanding. It's not that they get fired. They they're, they're building their roster. Yep. Then you see guys that's jumping from client to client because they've been let go, but other people still utilize, so they move around like that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 hard sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, yeah. you can get caught up in, in you're here today and you're gone tomorrow. It's just you're only good as your last detail. So like, yep, I, I've learned that, and that's that's been the the, the biggest lesson. Is yeah, to know that know your know your place, know your place. Yeah, that's and it's a complicated one because, you know, we're strong dudes, man. You know, we're strong dudes who have a lot of usually social equity. You come from a team, 
you come from some special forces, you come from the military, you come from the hood, you come from wherever you come from. And you're kind of like, you're the dude, you're, you're an alpha probably, or at least you want to be. And then you, you get on a new thing. Maybe you come from another hot detail and then you get on the next thing. And it's like, look, I tell my guys in my school all the time, you know, I always teach on this, like, Hey, the cup is always at least half empty, you know, know yourself, know what you bring to the table, but homie, that cup is always half empty. You're always learning. You're always getting better. You're always improving. You can learn something from any and everybody. If it's somebody else's show, just like you're all the sudden, get them where you can fit in, play your position, kill your position. You know what I'm saying? Um, because the second you start thinking, you know, it, it can be hard for dudes to be able to make that mental transition. The two things you said, you said two hot, solid things, which was one was, you know, the reality, man. I seen dudes get sung to sleep, seduced by. We on the private jet, you know. We living it up, and then and they start thinking it's them. And I usually hear it when they start talking to like the hotel or something. Somebody messed up, you know, and they're like, you know, we're here with such and such. We got the presidential. You hear them like it's just little things they say. They give you a little glimpse of like where their head's at, and it's like, hey, homie, hey, homie, you need to get your feet back on the ground. And I just tell them straight up, like Stop we're. Yeah, man, we're the help, bro. We are the help. That is what we are doing here. Yeah, okay, we, don't get into this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, go ahead, come back down here. We provide the service. Yeah, we man, the service. It's an honorable service, but you ain't. You're not the client, homie. So um, that's a good. It's a good reminder, man, for everybody. And the second you think it's just gonna be another day, and it's just going, everything's gonna go smooth, is the second. Murphy reaches out and punches you in the face. Is <laughs> the second you're like just another day balling with my client, you know, is the day that you're just not paying attention, you know, <laughs> and then you get caught yeah. with something stupid, take and it can, take, it take, might take, not take even be combat. It might even be just something stupid, like you know. You forgot to put some get make sure things was in the green room or somebody does something embarrassing to your client or you know you forgot uh, to plan a step in your trip and now. You look like an right. idiot, and, and and it's it. Right, it was all a dream, <laughs> you know. Um, and it rolls downhill. It rolls downhill, and somebody has to be. Someone has to take responsibility. <laughs> and when you sit around and they, and people will throw you under the bus all day long. All day. No one, when when the hit, when that when that hatchet come out <laughs> and it gets to swinging, everybody like man, man uh, uh, yeah. You know, and you looking and you turn around and there's nobody behind you to point at. It. It's like, hi. Yeah, know? and there's power in taking responsibility and, too. And, and and it is, but hopefully, the the flip side of that is hopefully, if it does happen, you've become such of an asset and done your job so well that it kind of just rolls off. Because that's often happens to me. You know, when mm-hmm. I've taken a slack for a few individuals, whether it be management or assistance mm-hmm. or whatever. And because I know at the end of the day, it's going the blow is going to be a little lighter. Yeah. If you know, with me, then if you know, mm-hmm. and that, that's that's not to say that the blow won't come. I right. just said it'll be a little lighter. Yeah. So you know, I, I acknowledge that part too. And that's so, that's that's good leadership, man. That's good leadership. And then the other thing is you have the relationship equity. Like, you know, you're over batting, you know, you, you're hitting, you know, you're batting 90, you know, or I don't know how baseball stuff, but your average of, of task completion, your relationship equity right, with right. is up here because you got that time and service so you can take a hit and you can protect your new guys that right. don't have that relationship equity. And, you know, if they take a hit, they might be going home. You know what I'm saying? So, right. 
and I, and I've I've literally done that. So you know, mm-hmm. and not to look for anything in return, but it's just like I I wanted I wanted guys to I want guys to get an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You might like I said when I entered this field, I didn't enter it to be what I am today, mm-hmm. but I was given an opportunity and I seized the opportunity. And yeah. see, and that's what happened. So I'm the type of person, you know. If I can eat, I want my brother to eat. I'm the same way. Or my sister to eat or whatever. So 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 if we all can eat, you know, like like I said, you're not taking anything from from me. What I would only be doing is taking something from you, and that's an opportunity. So, yes. you know, I mean that's that's just the way I see things, you know. Yeah, man, hundred percent. Are there any close calls you can talk about from out there in the field? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've had my share of incidents, but I don't really want to go into depth about it. But I've yeah. had some issues. Uh, I will say it was a lot of times it comes in. It's in my line of work. Yeah, it's the entourage. It's always the entourage. Get them. I'm really Get them. Yeah. security. Get them. It's, it's it's the thousand people that you know. They think they're the around client. for whatever reason. Yeah, they think they're this high, you know what I'm saying? But but people know me, and I'm quick to let them, like, I will extend myself to a certain degree yeah. at the end of the day, and this comes down to family and everything. I work for so-and-so. Yeah. So-and-so, like, I let it be known. Like, I, I will, like, we, 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 if we're moving as one, I'm going to try to keep us as one. But yeah. There have been times where that one turned into two, <laughs> And we out of here, you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I've learned how to do that. Initially, when I first started, I couldn't really decipher between the two, but when you've dealt with enough BS, you come to grips real fast and this is how it is. But now I'm most most of the jobs that I do take on, and like I said, I have various clients, so it's like all the entourages uh, are pretty familiar on how I move or, or what I want. And it's like, in the field, what I say goes. And that's with the client as well. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I work for the client. And, and, and sometimes I'll get a little buck. I'm going to do this. And at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yes. I've advised you. But normally, if I make a call, it's no questions asked. We going now. I might have to explain later. But yeah. you know it's not time to explain that. If I'm doing it, it's the reason why I'm doing it. And we'll discuss it later if need be. Right, right, right. You know, and then, then, and then I've worked for certain people that, even though you're supposed to keep it professional, it's like it's kind of hard when you've been dealing with a person, you know, ten years. You you almost become family. Yeah. So you know, and I've been instructed with their own family. Like you don't question him. You got a problem. You you speak. You don't say nothing to him. Yeah. And that makes you feel a little better. I don't want to see him you know, at odds with his people, but it, it shows me the, the respect level that he has and the value he has for me. Yeah. And that, that means a lot to me. Yeah. But close call, one time I, I, I'll share this with you. Uh, we were on tour. I won't say who it is, but I was on a tour. I want to say Pomona, California. Mm-hmm. And we did a show. We did a show in San Bernardino. So we had an after party in Pomona, I believe. So it was a lengthy little time to uh, to get from the, the the concert to the after party. Uh-huh. But it was booked. So and they but they knew this. 
you know, yeah. the promoters, they knew this and all that. They know. So uh, we get the client bid, but it, it was kind of late. So, like, they want their money back. Well, you know, in, in, in the field, if you get a booking, so you get the front end and the back end. So they'll send the front end in advance, and that's guaranteed to the artist. But right. when, upon arrival, like before we even enter or whatever, they got to come clean and pay the remainder balance, which is mm -hmm. the back end. So uh, when we got there, they tried to say, well, we're not paying the back end. We're not even going. We don't need you guys now because it's too late. And, you know, the club is not, you know, you're not going to be able to fulfill your contract because you got here too late and all that. So my client, so management was in the office trying to take care of, you know, the, the logistics, like trying to, so, you know, put, turn water into safety. Yeah. yeah. So the principal says, hey, look, we here, take me in. Mm -hmm. So he just go, he's like, once they see me. Game time. You know, I'm here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, so now we with the entourage. We 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 move in. We going. And uh, he goes straight to the DJ booth, grabs the mic, and starts fulfilling his his obligation. Mm -hmm. You know, so his he's doing it. Mm -hmm. So so, <laughs> so the manager and assistant are in a room with the, the, in the in the in the office. Yeah. Well, whoever they, because you know I'm with the client, so I don't I don't know what, but I know they're taking care of business. Yeah, that's Air Force. So they come out to me and was like, hey, yeah. So they come out to me and say, hey, uh, let's go. We got to go now. So you got to climb on platform. Nah. <laughs> so you said, we got to go. Yeah. So, so, so uh, I'm telling him, like, yo, chill, let's go. We out. We out. Mm -hmm. He's still performing. He don't care. I literally pick him up. Yeah, I literally pick him up because he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. So I got to pick him up, pull him, like, we out of here. And yeah. we all just rush up out of there. Done. We rushing up out of there. And, and uh, we get outside. We're trying to get in the vehicles and people trying to stop him. I got to sling people around and get them in there. And I just tell the yeah. driver, take off. Like, get them out of here. Mm -hmm. I'm going, you know, I'm, I, I had other vehicles that I could, you know, pull up in the rear. And, mm -hmm. um, then gunshot, uh, gunshots uh, ring out. You know, take out, ring out, and um, it was returned, and you know, it was just a lot of stuff going on. Wow. Uh, so now we have to head all the way back to the other city because yeah. that's where you know production is, the tour buses, and all that. So as we're riding, <laughs> I'm pulling up the rear. There's two vehicles in the front, and I realized, and while all this was going on, I realized that. The people who are transporting him is the club's people. Oh man. You understand what I'm saying? So plot it's the promoters people. So yeah, so the plot thickens. So what happened was when they went in there, uh, you know, you had the club owner, yeah, and you had promoters, but right. you had some gang members who were part of the promotion. Mm -hmm. So they were not in favor of giving up the money. Mm -hmm. And so they tried to get a little strong with the two members of the, you know, management. Right, right, right. They tried, they, they tried to get strong with them. Yeah. They bluffed them out. You know, look, if we don't come out this office and certain, you know, people going to be running up in here and all that, they bluffing. They just trying to get up out of there without getting touched <laughs> right, and get their right. money. So now the, the owner, he doesn't want the problems. Right. So the owner's like, look, I'll pay. I'll pay. Don't I'll take it on the chin. 
uh, and the promoters, and they was putting the money in our guys' hands. The promoters tried to snatch it out their hand. So then that's when the guys had a little tussle and they was able to get up out the office. That's uh-huh. when they come to get me. Yeah. And it was like, let's get out of here. We need to leave. And yeah. so now we need to leave. So now I'm riding. So every, I'm calculating everything because it's happening. It's, it's so fast. Yeah. All this is going on. So like I said, now I realize that the people there in the vehicles were are not our people. They're their yeah. people. And we're heading and we're headed back to the hotel. So what I did was I put everybody in, because I couldn't call and talk to them on the phone because the guys were here. So I put everybody in the vehicle in a group chat. Yeah. First, I had guys that were still at the hotel. Mm-hmm. So I advised them what was going on. So they were all to come out and like sweep the perimeter, let me know if anything looked funny, you know, going out of, you know, out of place. And uh, I told everybody in the vehicle, the client and his girl and everybody else, they were all in group chat. I said, as soon as this vehicle stops, get out the vehicle and go into the hotel immediately. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of people just, they sit around and they're talking, where's my phone? Side, you know, you know, look, look, we ain't got time for taking pictures. Look, as soon as that vehicle stopped, immediately into the hotel. So as soon as the vehicle stopped, everybody jumped out, ran in the hotel. I already had guys, you Wait. know, Part of the entourage and detail waiting curbside, and I jumped out and I told my driver, uh, "Just go, just you leave and don't come back until I call you." Yeah, you know because this was it, it was it was a civilian who I was riding with, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like part of the detail. So and I just told him because I didn't know what was going to transpire. So if right. they had guys waiting for us or whatever, but nothing nothing transpired from it. But yeah. it was it was a tense moment for a minute. And those things happen, you know what I'm saying? But that's just one that I I give you. Yeah. And, you know, we was went to sleep, got up the next day, hit the airport, and we, we Yeah, we, Kyle's we just like there. sitting there like on his phone, like not even thinking anything. <laughs> right, like, you know, you know, back at the hotel, like, well, what was yeah. it? talking to you in the room, like, well, what was the problem? Like, <laughs> Yeah, what was the problem? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, man. And then you tell them later and they get all excited. Wait, really? That's a, yeah. <laughs> they were in a movie. They, they were being cast in a movie and didn't even realize it. Yeah. An action thriller flick. Yeah, man. No, that's wild, but no. Yeah. Points to you it, gets, it, it, it gets hard sometimes, man. Yeah. yeah. It gets hard sometimes, but it is what it is, man. You know, like I say, man, um, on the flip side of that, I've had a lot of guys that I was close to lose their lives, you know, in this. And and, and that's what was so affecting now. Uh, it's real out here and people not understanding this. I've had people lose clients and I've had people lose their own lives. And, um, and that's probably the difference, the main difference of what we're doing opposed to different levels of EP. Because most of the time, you know, probably the, the main thing, um, you guys going overseas and dealing, you know, in them combat zones and them hot spots and all that, then I'm quite sure y'all seen your share of just, you know, casualties and things of that nature. But on, you know, on this side, dealing, you know, on, on, on our turf, maybe the most y'all might have to go through is someone getting kidnapped, I guess, you know, or, or whatever, trying to get snatched or extorted. Like, but y'all not having drive-bys and People just walking up trying to shoot you and just like, and it's sad because it's just like, you're really in the street now. These guys are millionaires. 
They they want to get out of the hood. They say they want to get out of the hood. They have a talent to, to, to transcend all that, but they right. still can't let certain things go. And, and it's like, yeah. and it's it's becoming bad in this mm-hmm. industry, like real bad. And that's uh, it's causing the price to go up. Good. And uh, when I say that, the price go up, which they wasn't trying to pay. The initial, and that's the downside of, of this whole game. Mm-hmm. Because people don't want to pay you. They won't. They don't want to pay you what your worth is. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, like I said, I've been doing this for a while, and I have a lot of respect for you know bouncers. A lot of people they 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 shun them. You know, you go into a, a venue or you go into an establishment, and the first thing I want to do, I want to speak to the head of sec- I want to speak to the head of security. Yes. But after I speak to the head of security, I want to speak to his team. I want to identify who's in charge, but also want to have a feel of who you have running this this whole place. And I want to be able to talk to them. And what I do is, what I've learned to do is, I will hear you out. You know, some people come in and they take over the whole, or they feel like as though they're taking over the whole thing. Like, okay, this is my house now. This is what y'all going to do. I need two people over here. I need it. And, and that's cool, but it's a manner in which you deliver that. Right. You can't go into a person's house and take over the house and make them feel as though that they don't even live there. Tell them how to cook dinner. So what I do is, yeah. So what I do is, what my my well my technique is is that I hear them out because they're going to tell me the lay of the land and they're going to show me this that and the other and they're going to have we're going to bring them out here and we're going to do this and we're going to do it and I listen to them and then I'll tell them what I think or what I'm going to do mm-hmm. because. I hear what you're saying, but I like this better. Yes. And, it's, and I do it in a manner that doesn't seem like I'm belittling you or, 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 or taking any authority from you because at the end of the day, I need you guys. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, a lot of times I'm out there and it's just me. I'm the only person out there. There's no detail. It's just me. So I need that support or I welcome that. Now, yeah. I'm not going to let you impede, you know, my whole thing because, you know, you got guys, they, they become head of security. They want to do, and I've, I've witnessed that with law enforcement, you know, uh-huh. law enforcement steps on the scene and they want to take over. Oh, no, you, this is my client. Yeah. I need you to do this for me. Can you assist me? If you can't assist me, I understand. Thank you. Right. I'm going to do it my way, but it's, it's all on how you communicate it. But like I said, I've seen a lot of guys that I have a lot of respect for and they want to do this line of work or they feel as though they can cross over. And like I try to explain to them, it's a lot that goes with this. This is not something that, you know, you can't be a doorman a day and say, well, I want to, I want to, you know, ride around with a client because it's, it's just not that simple. And the main thing is the budget. There's a lot of good, solid guys that I, I would want to, hey, hey, Big E, can you give me some work, man? Help me out, man. Hey, put me on a squad. Put me on a team. And some of them I would love to, but the budget doesn't permit it. I'm not going to have you out here working for free. Right. And, and, and these guys, and, and what I mean by the budget is, these dudes are filthy rich. But they spend their money the way they want to spend their money. Yeah. And oftentimes security, like if you have a smart individual, then he understands the importance value. of what we do. Mm-hmm. The value of it. That is more than a, than a pair of Balenciagos or it's, it's, it's bigger than that $10,000 coat that you're going to wear one time and you only want to wear it one time because now you've taken a picture of it it's been posted on social media so now you can't even wear it again. 
Yeah. It's going to sit and it's going to sit it's going to sit in purgatory for, for the remainder of his existence if you don't give it away or no yeah. one steals it from you. None of your yeah. entourage steals it from you. Yeah. Because you're never going to wear it again, but like, but you don't want to pay the required money to protect you so you can possibly buy another one later on down the line. So it's not that people play big or they don't want you to be a part of them or they're trying to keep you out. It's just like, dude, this dude is not going to pay for a detail. This dude is not, he has me. So like, you know, and that's what people don't realize because all they see is the glitch and the glamour. And right. it's like fighting tooth and nail with some people to just get fully compensated for what you deserve. You know, they want to take shortcuts and they security always seems like the, a good place to start. Right. But they want it. So <laughs> who do you want to be protected or do you do you just want it for the look to, to feel important or you feel as though you're at a certain status, status in, in your career and if you don't have security, you don't look as polished. Or, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But when I take on a job, when I take on a job, I'm going to give you the same service that I'm going to give each client. I'm yeah. not going to give a client this type of service. You know, I know guys that, you know, depending on what you pay them, that's what they get. But I'm not like that. So that's why yeah. I try to demand what, you know, I try to demand my, my fee because, like, I'm risking a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And see, the thing is, they do it so much and they look at you now like, next. Nobody does nothing to me. I'm not even that type of person. Like, you know, like, and to their buddy or some uh, comrade is in the news or so-and-so got killed tonight. And then it's it's, it's, it's cold red. The feed go up. They got security everywhere they go. And that goes, but it, yeah. it goes for about a month or two. And, yeah. you know, you know. Uh, rest in peace, Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle, man. Good, good guy. I had the, the pleasure of knowing him. But when uh, Nip, when he fell to his demise, the whole industry was shook up. Yeah, and everybody wanted security with him all the time, and mm-hmm. you know, but it doesn't last. And I'm using that as an example. It's like everybody gets scared, and everybody, and then a month or two later, is right. I don't really need security. I don't. I can move this way. I can move that way. I was just watching the thing today, and I don't know if it was him, but social media says uh, Zion Williams. He was at a fight outside of a uh, bar mm-hmm. or a club, and okay. he's out there fighting several individuals in the street. And I'm like, why? Like, you're one of the top rising stars in the industry. I mean, you know, in the game. Yeah. You know, an overnight superstar. And why are you out here going, you know, you got to do what you have to do, but you should have some something in place, some line of defense, some wall, some buffer, so you don't have to be out here engaging in this foolishness. Right. And so that's just the world we live in, man. You yeah, know? man. I think but, it's good. It's good stuff, man. No, I mean, you illuminated some differences in the game and – also, the reality of the game, man, because everyone does think it's glitz, it's glamour and all those different things. But, you know, you can say goodbye to holidays. You're going to miss a lot of birthdays. You're going to uh, not be appreciated. You know what I'm saying? You're going to spend holidays in a car parked outside of the house. Maybe they come and give you some leftovers here and there. You know, <laughs> Now, there are high highs, but there are a lot of low lows and there's a lot of waiting and there's a lot of planning and there's a lot of uh, your... You, you have to wait. Mind. What's up? Hurry up to wait. Hurry up and wait, man. That's and what, there's a lot of little saying. decisions, hundreds of 
thousands of little decisions where your professional reputations on the line, you know what I'm saying? That you're not even thinking about, you know, the car rental company skips a beat and they didn't get the right thing to the tarmac on time. You know what I'm saying? Clients looking at you. You just landed with the client. Travel department dropped the ball. You better fix it. Otherwise you're, otherwise you're a bad agent. You know what I mean? There's all these little, little, little things that are going on, man. And, you know, it really isn't for the faint of heart. And like you said, you got to want to do this, man, because it's a wild ride. It is, man. That's, 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 that's solid. I get questions. I get questioned about things. And it's like, well, what does it look like? Or what, 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 you know, if I'm with a detailer, of course I have a Vans team or I can do the Vans. Like, well, however we're going to set it up. But sometimes like I'm just arriving, it's just me and the client. Yeah. And I have, you know, he has his people with him, but from a security perspective, it's just me. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, what does the, what does the venue look like? What does this look like? What, how do I know I've been with you to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm learning all... just like you learned. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like when did I get to uh, zap myself into, teleport myself into another realm and like yeah. and get this information? But I get it, man. Like I signed up for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the solo. It, it, you know, like you yeah. say, it has it's it has its good. And when it when it high, they high. When it low, they low. Yeah. And, and, and another thing is like you often see when it's low because you often have to deal with the client. And their personal issues, yeah, and that becomes rough, man. I've 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 seen clients like break down, go through it, and, and you have yeah. to be there, and it, you, that's not a nice thing, you know. what I'm saying to yeah. see your client at as lowest, you know, man. That's what I and I also tell if you go on my page, like um, Wale, his daughter is like my goddaughter, mm-hmm. and she comes to the she she's young, and you know, and it's a picture of me. Uh, holding her on stage, like because he he's the type of individual, like because I I bring other guys at that point, and when he has his child out, I'm on the child, yeah, and other agents are on him, yeah. Even though I'm the head guy, he he wants me with his with his daughter, right? So we're on stage, and um, you know he's he's doing his little encore, and he jumps down in the crowd, and he's signing autographs, so I'm on stage holding his daughter. Mm-hmm. And like I, I say, man, this is not just like, anybody can't do this. Right. Because it's a, you, people are entrusting you not with just their lives, but the lives of their family. And, I, and they're not going to lie, trust is a big thing in this industry, you know what I'm saying? A person has to be able to be feel comfortable with you, trust right. you, and know that you're there for the betterment of like, you know. Yeah. And I think you hit it. You think you hit the nail on the head earlier when you were talking about how if you're with somebody long enough and you're professional long enough, what ends up happening is you you it's almost like and I I don't know why I have I think it may have to do with my own protection strategies to make sure I stay grounded in the reality we were talking about earlier. But to me, I look at it as that night, you know, that that's been serving that the crown for long enough to where he almost becomes, he becomes an heir, you know, he becomes an heir. He becomes like a, like a, like that, you know, he gets not written into the will, but it's like almost like a family member, you know, but that doesn't happen by chasing it. That happens when your clients know that they know that they know that they know you're a dedicated professional to their mission, their cause and their family. And that only comes through time and service and them seeing you get those stripes and them seeing you be faithful, doing hard things, you know, sacrificing. And then 
it inevitably and organically builds a type of equity in that relationship, you know, and they see you honor the, the the business relationship. They see you not listen when you shouldn't be listening. You know, they see you, you know, minding your business when you're supposed to be minding your business. They see you, you know, uh, dealing with everything for years properly. And then it's like, okay, you know, this guy is our guy, you know, and, and these types of relationships have been going on since the beginning of mankind, you know? Um, and, and that's why it's an honor. Rest. Rest, not to cut you off, but yeah, yeah rest in peace, Shamir, man. Yeah, Shout yeah. Out and rest in peace, Shamir, man. Close comrade of mine, and, and he had that. He that's that's what type of individual he was. And like right now, in our in our sector, it's like everything is unpleasant. There's a lot of stuff that is since his demise, people yeah. have been doing a lot of stuff, you know, foul stuff, mm. and. And the thing is, you will never be able to, because it was the individual who he was. Yeah. So like, of course, his clients need protection, but for you to think that you're gonna be able to get it, like it takes a certain certain type of person to yeah. do it because he was a certain type of individual. And right. I've seen like people talk to people and, and they took that hard, man. Not just the brotherhood, but the clients and everything, like he was a special person in, in individual's lives and it just, be, it was who he was. It's mm-hmm. how he moved, it's how he, and he, he was just charismatic, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. you don't have that, you know? Yeah, no. So what makes you think like, you know, you, no, you, you can't do that. Yeah, well, they yeah, go out. Yeah, yeah, so it's just like, yeah, they, they chase it and they think they're gonna do it or they try to uh, sow false uh, affiliation or, yeah, well, we were together and we would no, no, you weren't. No, you weren't. And it, 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 it it's it's just sad, man. It's yeah. sad. It's really sad. But and it's, it's it's bad when you lose a good one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he and he was that. So, you know, I always try to, you know, I'm gonna always keep him forefront, man, because he was a good guy and he yeah. wanted this. Yeah. He was an individual, whether you were that bouncer who just crossed over or you was just this was your first detail. He was going to give you the respect you deserve mm-hmm. until he saw that you was unworthy of respect. Right. And then he could turn it up on you on, on that aspect too. Yeah. But yeah, that, yeah. He, he, he treated everybody as an equal. Mm-hmm. He welcomed everybody. So, you know, and that's mm-hmm. just, you know. No, no, that's just definitely an honorable mention, man. He, um, we, we had him on the podcast, man. Me and him were sitting there talking for like three hours. We could have probably stayed up all night talking, man. He, <laughs> it was a good dude. I didn't get the honor of working with right. him, but. Definitely a good dude, man. We dug in. Um, so definitely uh, rest in peace, man, for sure. What would you say is your proudest moment in the field? As we hit the closing questions here. I think one of the most special moments to me that I, I, I really enjoyed was uh, it was a meeting of an individual because uh, August 22nd was always a bad day for me. Like, something traumatic happened to me on August the 22nd. So you fast forward decades later, and on yeah. that same day, uh, I was able to meet uh, Michael Jackson's mother, Catherine Jackson. And that was really special to me. Uh, uh, my client my client had a song that he sampled from Michael Jackson. And in Gary, Indiana, where they come from, they have a, a annual event in honor of him in the family, you know, mother, she, she spearheads it and all that. And she asked him to come and perform. So for the event, 
So when we did, we were able to go to, you know, 2300 Jackson Street where they grew up. Yeah. We still have the same house. It was a two-bedroom house. And then next door, they bought the house next to it and made it like a, a memorabilia-like museum. Wow. And she actually went, because she's in town for that event, she stayed right there in a the trailer with, uh, like, an RV. And security was like, she had, like, the Nation of Islam, you know, FOIs, you know, they were in, they were in force the- out there. Yeah. But we were able to, yeah, we were able to go in there and sit down with her and talk to her and meet her and to take pictures with her. And, you know, that did a lot for me. There's just so so much wisdom. And, you know, here's two people that, not two people, just the whole family, but two big icons with Michael and Channing. It's like, I'm really sitting here with the matriarch of the family. That was, you yeah. know, on his day. So that was a high for me, you know, yeah. just to, to to meet her. So, you know. I'm not really impressed by a lot. You know, I, I yeah, admire we, some things that I've come in, but I was yeah. I was impressed with that, just to be able to, to be in a setting where she was so meek and, you know, just wow. soft spoken and just just that was that was that was beautiful for me. That was better than meeting Michael to me, just to meet the mother like this is the lady who birthed these these great, you know, people, these legendary people. So that that was a that was a high moment for me. Man, that's awesome. That's beautiful. That's outstanding, my man. Let's see. How would you like to be remembered, man, when it's all said and done? Piggy. I just want to be able to be respected. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude came in the game. He did what he did. He didn't have any blemishes on him. So, you know, uh, like I said, I made some mistakes. But um, I was. I take pride in the fact that I, I, I made a collage. And the lodger was part of the detail like so what i did i took like six guys with their clients and i made a collage and these were guys that it's it's more than six but these were guys that i really respected and we had a camaraderie and i I made a post and one of the uh guys uh commented and said you know the funny thing about it that none of them guys clients have ever been touched and i never looked at it like that way so i was looking at it and uh so that's how I want to be remembered. I don't, I don't want any blemishes. I want to be like, this guy came in, he did the job, he served, and, you know, he made a difference to the people that, that he came in contact with. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I want to, you know. That's, that's good. Yeah. I, I want to get my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I understand it. I want to get my money so I can, so I can eventually live comfortable and take you know, I had some good times with my family, man. But yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Now, those are the things that matter, that's big. So, man. I, I feel you, man. That's good. That's good stuff. That's a good way of looking at it. Do you have a um, habit that people should look at maybe that makes you a better person or better protector? <laughs> Not really. Nah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I mean, I just do what I do, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, um, I know a lot of people acknowledge me. A lot of people know me, and it's, and it's funny, you know. It's just like it kind of puts me out there sometimes. It makes me uncomfortable, like you know, like damn, like because I don't welcome it, you know. I, yeah. I I embrace it, but it's just like you know, I could pull up to an event and like Big E was, you know, like from other security guys, like you know, I'm like, like chill, like it's okay, bro. You know, like I'm saying, I'm just like you guys, man. I'm just making yeah. the best of my opportunities. So like that kind yeah. of bothers me or something, but um, mm-hmm. 
I don't really have anything like, you know, I'm just I'm just out here. I'm just like everybody else, man. Just trying yeah, to do yeah. my job and do it the best I can, man. So, you know, I'm big on respect. Big on respect. I'm big on respect. I'm big on reputation. And like, you know, because one thing I know, once you lose that, that's it for you. Yeah. Once you lose that, that is that's it for happen. you in this industry. That's the, the I've seen people like I've seen people like, and I mean, and, and, and I've seen people get shot and, and they out of a job. Like, mm-hmm. damn, how did I lose a job? Because I got I got shot in the line of work. So that shows that I'm I have some type of defect. Like, nah, I, I was working. And I, <laughs> I was that, working. Should, that should even give me more. Yeah, I was working. Like <laughs> a person being in the military. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, man, you know? Shot don't. What 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 happens like that if you if you're in combat and you get injured? I know you uh, you get like, a, that's you it get for you. That's the end of your career. No man, you get stuff paid right. for. You get some type of you get money. You get you know you're like a main yeah. man, you know. But you still get. But you still could be active duty though, right? Oh yeah, unless, unless it like makes you uh, inoperable in yeah. some way. I had a guy got shot in the neck what? in Iraq. They patched him up. And sent him back. <laughs> he was right next to me. Yeah, like you know, they're looking at me like I'm like yeah, like like whatever. I'm invincible now. Like I just it's cold. It's cold. Yeah, you tainted. Yeah, you tainted. I don't want you no more. Like get out of here. It can be a cold game, y'all. Uh, I think yeah. Christian West said, Christian West was like, this can be one of the most unfair industries in the world. <laughs> you know, that can happen, you know? So know that, man. But the, I think that what I got out of that is lead with respect. You know, that that's a habit, especially these days that's where it's rare. It's so rare. The honor and respect are things that have been kind of conditioned out of our, our society a lot. But lead with respect. You see that dude, say hi, give a nod. Some eye contact, shake a hand. You don't know who you're dealing with. You don't be the dude in the corner in the green room acting like you too cool for school, can't come and say hi to none of the other dudes, you know, in the room. Lead with respect. It'll open doors. Relationships open doors. You know what I'm saying? I've I've worked, I've worked, I just recently worked with a guy this Friday, man. And um yeah. I came and assisted, me and one of my guys came and assisted him with his principal. And we automatically like. One thing about this industry, for those who really do this, they know good guys when they see them. They know solid guys when they see them. Like we're locked in already. Like we've been knowing it. I mean, a yeah. few hours of work and it's just like, man, this was a this was destined to happen. So it's like now, if you need me, call me, and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So those are the things. And like I said, though, I do want to say this before I before we end this. Yeah. About how different sectors and what bothers me the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some, I don't know. It has to be jealousy. It has to be envy. It has to be all of the above. But you know, that doesn't work in our field. You know, them guys. They want to. They want you to go and take these classes. They trying to get you for your money and all that. That's yeah. that shit doesn't work in in the real world. Right, right, right. Let me explain something to you. Let Let me explain something to you. These guys, see. What it, we call it uh, battle testing. Proving. Baptism. Most of you guys come from military backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Most of y'all have been in war. Mm-hmm. Most of y'all have killed. So we're not telling see a lot of bodyguards, they've never discharged their firearm. Mm-hmm. They've never killed anybody. Mm-hmm. Some have, some have, but the majority haven't. 
Mm-hmm. So for a lot of military people, they've killed multiple people and they just, they keep this part of what they do. It's mm-hmm. part of what they had to do yeah. for their country to yeah. survive or whatever the case may be. Yeah, so, nice so it becomes almost like you be, you become numb to it mm-hmm. in a sense because you have to if you're trying to come back home and you're trying to protect your fellow man or woman and you're trying to come back home. So you come back to this country ever having been exposed to this yeah. and then you come in this line of work. Mm-hmm. You, you, you require certain skills, certain training right, right. that have survived, that allowed you to survive in a battle, like a real battlefield. Over there. Now you're here and you say, over there. Now you say, well, I'm going to utilize some of this and I'm going to go into personal protection. So then you say, well, I could teach some of you guys some of this. I have to be compensated. I mean, that's only fair, you know, to show you what I know and it might help you or better you or polish you up. So if it works on a battlefield, what makes you don't think, if, if it's nothing but mental recall, See, because now the difference is from an average person who has a few guns, he may have an AR if he if he's lucky, a yeah. couple pistols, and he carries concealed and he walks around with a million dollar client. And when the guys jump out on his ass, <laughs> does he automatically go into action because of mental recall or because of, this is what he's accustomed to? He's done it or in Iraq and Afghanistan or Vietnam or whatever it is. Or does the fear set in where he has to, he's frozen. He has to act. And he might, that that splits it. And that may cause him and his principal their lives. Right. Because they 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 know what to do. They know what to do. And they have happened. I'm going to do this. Become that. You haven't done it. Yeah. You haven't become that. So when a person sit up there and they talk about (laughs) the Byron Rogers. The Elijah Shaws and they ain't did none of that. My nigga. Ryan <laughs> Rogers is on call of duty. My God. He's on call of duty. <laughs> oh man, thank you, man. It's an honor. You know what I'm saying? So, so so like man, like I said, I'm the type of person, whatever I can learn, whatever I can I'm I'm like a sponge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna steal some of your shit. I'm gonna steal it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm the same way, bro. I'm the yeah, same way. I can use it, and if it works, I'll so be just good, candy store, man. And that's the way to be, you know? Even, like, I'd be doing these tactical reviews, tactical protection reviews, and sometimes it's EP, sometimes it's law enforcement, sometimes it's a civilian. But it's like, look, man, I don't care how bad you are. On any given day, things can just not go the way you it want them go to wrong. go. It can go wrong. It can go wrong. It can go south real and, fast. Yeah, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to do my tactical protection review and I'm going to talk about things that could have been done and could have helped you and yeah. we can all learn from it. But the fact of the matter is, yo, ain't nobody above getting caught. You need to stay sharp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody. So, 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 so just the, I've seen guys like in videos and yeah. the dude comes up with the gun and they take the gun from him and they do a, now, does that work? <laughs> do I advise that? I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not that sharp. Right. I might deal with it in another manner. Yeah. That might have the same result, but am I that confident in to that, be able to, you know, even in, even in a training setting, yeah. like that's, so would I get you killed? They might get you killed, so I don't. I don't recommend that. But I'm saying it's other things that's yeah. being taught, and other things 
that you that are tangible that you can hold on and, and get something from. Like, like, like hundred percent. I see some outlandish shit. I see. Yeah, I know we're talking about the same <laughs> Chicago dude, man. I know when you with the airsoft guns, and he'd be like, <laughs> and the thing that gets me, he's so serious. Like he'd be looking dead in the camera. And the gun's like in the back of his head, and he'd be like, This is the way you disarm. <laughs> I'm like, homie, hey, you're gonna get no. people killed, you know? Don't try I, that. Don't try that. You gotta but I don't get that work. from you. I don't get that from you. Okay, good. Oh, God, yeah, like, you know. Yeah, but like my some of these God, you gotta make sure you learn it from the right pedigree. People that have been there, right. done right. that, that know what they're talking about. Because you're gonna put your life on the line with some tactics. And then you gotta make sure if you're learning a tactic you're comfortable with that tactic. Personal protection right. starts with the person. You know, uh, self-defense starts with the self. You know what I'm saying? If you're a female, you might have to go to gun sooner. Me and Big E might have some time to play hands and do some things before we have right. to go to the hardware, you know? Cause right. you know, we, exactly. you know, 200 some odd pounds plus, you know? <laughs> so we got time and we have more tools. So, you know, and, so and it that's just, it's on the just, are you, like you said, are you comfortable? Like even when you learn, has yeah. it become you? You know what I'm saying? Can I take this in a practical situation and, and feel yeah. confident that I can get this off? You Unconscious confidence. Like, is, is it a reflex for me yet? Or do I just know? And, 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 and that's what I was saying about the freezing. Like, yeah, all of us out here know what we're supposed to do for a principal. Yeah. But until it actually, to them, them bullets get the, you know, and are you going to cower down and are you gonna put your client in front of you, or yeah, yeah, you're gonna be you faster gonna, than your client? You, you, you gonna outrun you him? Like, tell me you didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was tying my shoes, and then yeah, we all been there. Solid man. Yeah, now this so. has been an amazing, amazing conversation, Biggie. It's been an honor, an honor to have Likewise. you with us. Today, a lot of good knowledge you're dropping out here, you know, and you're representing men. Absolutely. Uh, what are you up to these days? Where can people find you? Uh, social media. Uh, um, Gladiator underscore protective underscore service. Uh, my personal is Big E, B-I-G-E, D-A, bodyguard, one word. Uh, Big E, the bodyguard at, uh, on, on um, Instagram. Uh and that's basically, I'm just really like an Instagram type person. I like to post pictures. I like to, you know, chrono collage and stuff uh, in that manner. But uh, uh, my website is uh, Gladiator Protective Service, www.gladiatorprotectiveservice.com. And I mean, just I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here in these streets, man. You know what I'm saying? Nice. You know, just, trying to, just trying to make it, man. Yeah, man. Now you've made it, man. You know, you, like I said, you came highly recommended. And uh, I have a I lot of respect that, man. for you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Just your demeanor, the way you present things, your humility, especially for all the things you've done long you've been in the game, clients you've worked for. You know what I'm saying? That's the stuff that I really appreciate and want people to to yes, want to emulate in our industry because that'll make our industry better, man. So once again, my man, we'll put all your links below the show notes. And uh, it's an honor, my man, honor and privilege to have this conversation. Likewise, thank you. Sir. All right, solid, man. All right, well, I'll holla at you later, my man. Appreciate you. All right, my man, thank you, bro. All right, easy. Yo, if you're a private security professional wanting to take your game to the next level, go to executiveprotectiontrainingday.com to check out my personal success package for private security professionals. Check it out, executiveprotectiontrainingday.com. And remember, y'all, Hard skills do save lives. 
but soft skills get you paid. Boom. Boom. And to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what helps me make this podcast possible, contributing to this brand, what we're doing here, making it so that I can bring better guests on, making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an America a safer place. Do whatever you can, contribute whatever you can, because it makes all of these things possible. Thanks for those contributions. Yo, and before we go, you know I got a shout out to the sponsors, starting out with Primary Weapon Systems, PWS. They truly are the evolution of the rifle. Use Byron for 10% off. Grayman and Company, the most comfortable tactical suits in the game. Use Byron for 10% off with them. Until the next podcast, this is Byron Rogers, protected by nature and by trade. Out. Boom.